I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about you can destroy attraction quickly. Well, have you ever been in a situation where something was going really good and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's done. It's over. You don't know what happened. You don't know what went wrong. Things looked really good. And now this person isn't returning your calls, your texts. They have no interest in you. Now, this happens quicker when you are just getting to know somebody and they really don't know anything about you. And obviously, if you've dated somebody for a while, they're probably going to have a little bit of leeway unless you've been doing unattractive behaviors a long time, right? But what happens a lot of times is that we do behavior that turns our partner off. We act in a way that is very insecure, maybe demanding, needy, clingy, jealous, and it turns them off. And when you act like this, they really kind of stop feeling that magnetic chemistry with you that all of a sudden they start to see your flaws and they're no longer excited to be around you. They're no longer getting butterflies to see you. It happens a lot. And uh, it's very easy to make little mistakes that will turn somebody off. And you got to be aware of those things. So you got to display confidence when you're dating or in a romantic relationship. And confidence means showing that you are certain during periods of uncertainty. Okay? So, in other words, let's say somebody that you've been dating has been distant for a week or two. It would be real easy to start getting emotional and jealous and start demanding them to give you attention and they're going to get turned off by that. So even when somebody backs away, you have to stay strong and you have to say, okay, I'm going to let them take that space and be confident that they will return, that they will come back to you, right? Because if you are acting like you have a high value or you're the catch, then it would be a foregone conclusion that of course they're going to come back to you because why else would they not want to be with you? You're a catch and you guys have something great. That is the confidence you want to display. And I think the biggest mistake that I see people make is coming on too strong. This can happen a lot easier when you're just getting to know somebody, of course. And you know, when we start to date somebody new, we project all of our unmet needs onto this person. It's a projection of hope. It's a fantasy. And so we don't even see this person as a whole person. It's just somebody to gratify our needs. And it's us saying, finally, somebody is going to meet that need. And we have all these 
hidden demands that they they don't even know. They're not even aware of them. But in our mind, it's like, oh, she's going to do this or he's going to do that. And when we become like this, it can make us act unnaturally where you don't have that presence with them, that chemistry with them. When you're with them, you're having that banter or you're just connecting with them in that moment. You're not able to stay in that moment because you're fantasizing about, oh, I wonder if, you know, we get married or if we have kids or I could see this girl as my girlfriend or I could see this guy as my boyfriend. And we start to fantasize and we're putting so much pressure on the situation that we don't act natural, okay? So I've got a good email coaching from a guy that I think made some little mistakes here and there that really ruined a good situation or potentially good situation. It's still really, really early. It's one of those uh, situations where they had only been dating for several weeks, okay? So this guy was in his mid-40s and he was dating a woman in her mid-20s. Now that's obviously a big age gap. Now, sometimes a big age gap can really bother somebody. Sometimes people don't care. It all depends upon the person. So it really depends on what her view of it is, okay? Because he's coming to me and he's saying, what do I have to do to reattract this girl? And I'm looking at the situation. He's not telling me, okay, she's finding it to be a big deal. Because if it is, that's a whole nother story, right? So, uh, they, like I said, they only dated for a few weeks. And he said that she does have a child and he also thinks that she probably has an avoidant attachment style. And he suspects that he has an anxious attachment style. So, he was telling me a little bit about her and that her mother was a homeless drug addict. So, you can imagine this girl has grown up in a very difficult lifestyle. Her mother was a homeless drug addict. Very hard to trust anybody when that is your mom, right? It makes it really difficult. Her father was not around often and would often give her and her older sister to their grandparents to watch and raise. So she got grandparents, and I don't know how they treated her, but hopefully she got something because dad wasn't around, mom was completely out of the picture, or at least it seems so and you're being raised by grandparents, okay? So, he said that the grandfather that raised her died a few years ago, and the grandmother lives in the same town as her and watches her child while she's at work. So she's getting some help from her family, that's great. That would make their dating life a little bit easier, right? We started off flirting at work for several weeks and then exchanged phone numbers. We texted every night until the wee hours of the morning. Okay, that's a mistake right there. We can very often get so excited when we're talking to somebody new that we stay on the phone with them all night long. I really don't think texting should be used to build attraction. Yes, here and there, it's okay, but I want to spend time with this person in person. That is where 
the connecting and the bonding really happens. When you're together, laughing, looking into each other's eyes, getting close to each other, playfully flirting with each other, not text exchanges all night long. Um, you know, you should be using that to build the, you know, excitement of, hey, let's get together. What are we going to go out and do something fun? He said, texting was great and things moved relatively fast through texting. Like I said, that means it's the fantasy, right? They're not actually even spending time together. They're projecting. They're both projecting their unmet needs onto each other. She would send me pictures of herself in various dress, athletic wear, to lingerie pictures. Well, I'm sure he wasn't complaining about that. <laughs> we shared a lot of common interests, and things were always romantic and fantastic through texts. Again, texting, texting, texting. This isn't really building a solid connection here, right? We actually had our first real date, which was just her visiting me at my home to watch a movie. Things went great, and there was kissing and holding, and that was it. The next real date we went on was about a week later. We went out to a movie and then to dinner. Okay, here's another mistake. I really do not like movie dates. I don't feel like you get to know somebody, and I just would not recommend a movie date. You're there to connect, to bond, to have a good time together. How are you doing that watching a movie? After dinner, we took a drive to see Christmas lights around town. Now see, that is much better, and I would have recommended doing that instead of the movie. We ended up back at my house afterwards. Oh, you got to see these neighborhood lights. Come to my neighborhood. <laughs> it's probably what he's saying. <laughs> you should see the lights. You got to come see those lights. Oh, you know what? Why don't we go inside? <laughs> uh, okay. She ended up falling asleep in my arms for a while. And when she awoke, I suggested she stay the night since she was obviously tired and had a 30 minute drive back to her house. She agreed, and we went back to bed. Soon after we went to bed, we started getting romantic again and kissing and talking, which led to foreplay. Now, doesn't that sound a lot more fun than texting all night long? We did not have intercourse, though, as I stopped before it got to that point. I respected this girl, and I did not want her to think that I was trying to take complete advantage of her and that I could control my desire. Well, okay. I could understand that you're respecting this girl, but doesn't she get to make her own decisions too? Like, what makes you think that she didn't want to hook up with you, right? I don't understand why you thought that would be taking advantage of her. She wasn't drunk. At least it doesn't seem like she was drunk. Maybe she wanted to be intimate with you, too. I don't see any taking advantage of here, so that's a little confusing to me. We ended up falling asleep in each other's arms. The next morning, we woke up and talked a little bit before getting up and around. She admitted that she had never been able to feel that comfortable with someone before to sleep with them after such short time together. Okay, see, so there's a real good chemistry going on here, uh, despite 
a couple of the mistakes you've already made, uh, she must have a really high attraction for you. Let's see what happens. Again, exchanged text messages throughout the day, and I went shopping for groceries. Okay, so now we're back to more texting. I think this is coming on too much too soon, and I think it's going to turn her off fast. You know, you want to build anticipation to seeing each other again. It's through seeing each other that you're going to bond and connect. And it's not through this texting. The texting kind of kills the momentum of spending that time together. I asked her what she would like to have for a beverage at my house for the next visit since I didn't have anything she liked to drink. She replied, a tall glass of you. Alright, so she's flirting there. That's a good sign. And then said yes to any of the selections for tea or soda. Shortly after, I never got any replies to my text messages. Okay, so I think it was coming on too much too soon. The fun was kind of wearing off. You were probably texting her too much. I don't know how many you sent her, but my guess is that she was like, hmm. This isn't as fun as it was yesterday. Finally, after two days, she replied that she was fine and for me not to worry. Okay, so how many times did you message her over and over and over again? And the more you did it, the more she looked at her phone and thought, Oh my gosh, she won't stop. Because if you're acting like this after hanging out one or two times... She can only imagine what you're going to be like in a relationship, and it's not going to be fun. Things went downhill from there, and she sent a text saying that she got scared and thought things were moving too fast. Just as I suspected. She apologized and claimed she was an emotional mess. Okay, that's interesting. An emotional mess. So what's going on there that she's an emotional mess because you guys didn't even hook up. It's not like you guys were intimate together and she's emotional over that. Like, oh my gosh, we shouldn't have done that so soon or, you know, anything like that. All you guys did was kiss and stuff. So it tells me that there's probably more going on with her internally than you even realize. I would text her back, but any texts about relationship status or emotions went unanswered. Why would you talk to her about relationship status when you've barely hung out with this woman? Okay, think about what you are unconsciously saying to this woman when you've only hung out with her a few times and you're talking to her about relationship status. It's like saying, I have no value and I know that you're a stranger but I am willing to commit to you, a total stranger, because I don't feel I have any value. See, if you have a high value, you're not going to just commit to anybody. You're going to look long and hard at somebody and you're going to say, yeah, I'm not sure if I want to commit to you yet. I need to see more from you. I need to make sure that this is right for me. But you're not. Because you're jumping into something with somebody you know very little about. And when you guys do this, 
it's showing that you don't really value yourself. Okay? You don't think about it, but you have to be aware of these things. Like, you're selling yourself for cheap. Instead, I'm not saying you're cheap for hooking up with somebody. I'm saying, you're, it's like, you know, you're giving yourself away. Where's the value? You're, you gotta be like, whoa, hang on, hang on. Let's get to know each other. Let's spend some time with each other. And then we'll see where this goes. I am certainly not gonna be talking to some girl uh, about uh, being in a relationship after one or two times of hanging out. Unless it's Adriana Lima, then I'm going to lock her down. I tell you that. No, I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> um, but you got to be aware of these things because you're displaying such a low value of yourself that they're not going to value you, right? So think about that. I talk about that in the video, We Create Our Own Values. So go back and check that one out if you haven't seen it. Okay. She would only reply to general texts about days and events and would dodge or ignore everything else. You can't ignore this. You can't ignore that she's dodging things and ignoring things, but you probably are because you're so excited about this new woman. A day or two later, she texted that we were not married. Ooh, that's rough. And that we were just talking and not serious. Okay, she just put you in check real fast. She was like, whoa, we're not married. We're just talking. This is not serious. But she's feeling like you are coming on way too strong. You cannot do this with anybody. Right? Unfortunate, but you really can turn somebody off this quickly. She said she thought we should be friends first before moving on. I tried to give her space while also letting her know I was available if she needed to talk or anything. Even that comes across as like, please, I'm here if you want to talk. If you need to talk, you got me. Hey, I, are you thinking about anything? You probably want to talk. Here I am. You can't act like this with people, man. Trying to talk to her at work also had negative effect, and she claimed that I was pushing her away. And you got to listen. She's tried to warn you already. She flat out told you, we're not married, we're just talking, this isn't serious. And now she's saying, you're pushing me away. But you're not getting it. It tells me you might not have a lot of experience with dating. But you gotta learn it. Okay, guys? I know it can be tricky, especially when you don't have a really secure attachment style or you don't have a lot of dating experience. And uh, you have to educate yourself. She would never say why or what reason she had to end things or why they just ended so suddenly. That's because you were ignoring what she was saying. She was telling you. She says you're pushing me away. She says this is casual. We're just talking. We're not married. But you're not hearing her. You're doing whatever you want. You're so anxious that you're not listening to what she wants, you're not even seeing any of these warning signs. And they're pretty clear that you are coming on way too strong for her. I had initiated no contact on Friday, December 29th, but did wish her a simple Happy New Year text, which she replied to right away with the same. Okay. 
How did you go into no contact if you literally reached out to her two days later? That doesn't make any sense to me. That's not no contact. Ay, ay. All right. On Friday, while I was avoiding her at work, she finally did approach me and asked why I looked so sad. You know, this isn't going to go good. I replied that I was heartbroken. Man, heartbroken. How are you heartbroken? You've only hung out with this girl like one or two times. How is that heartbroken? That is not heartbroken, man. That's not healthy. This is not healthy. You're already attached to this girl and you don't know anything about her. I mean, you two dates. Two dates. I, I get that you're disappointed, but heartbroken? And how is this going to look to her? She's going to see this and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did not date this guy. I mean, of course she's going to feel like that. Okay. He said, I was heartbroken and I had a reason to be sad if that was okay with her. She replied, no, it's not okay, with a smile on her face. See, she likes you in some way. She feels bad for you. She doesn't want to hurt you, but you, you kind of destroyed this yourself. I... I just sidestepped and walked away from her and punched out to go home. My question would have to be how to fix this with the obvious age difference and the opposite attachment styles. I can surely get therapy to work on my anxiety issues, but that is only 50% of the problem. Alright. Well, we don't know if the age problem exists in this situation or not because you didn't give any indication that she said it was a problem. I haven't read anything that made me think it has anything to do with your age. If anything, it only seems to be about your behavior, which you are going to see, and it's not going to be easy for you to hear, but I'm trying to help you here because it's tough but your behavior is what really turned her off here. If it was the age thing, that really probably wouldn't have been that big of a deal in this situation. Had your behaviors been, you know, attractive enough, I think she probably would have overlooked them. I mean, people do that all the time. If your behavior is attractive enough, they don't care about the age difference. Many people could be 25 years. Um, it, it, depends. it depends upon each individual person, right? So, um, you know, I think it's about your trauma, your attachment trauma more than anything else. And then um, displaying more attractive behavior in her presence. You know, she feels bad, but she's certainly not going to get back into anything with you if she thinks that you're going to be so sad and hurt and wounded when you've only hung out and had a couple of few, you know, a couple of basic hangout dates, you know, she's going to think you're too fragile and that's not going to make her want to be around you. I mean, she might like you as a friend, but she's not going to feel that chemistry anymore because she's going to feel like she's got to walk on eggshells. Oh, if I do this, he's going to be sad. Oh, he'll probably tell me I can't go here. Oh, he'll be controlling or jealous 
Because if you can't handle yourself after two dates, how are you going to handle yourself after two years? The poor woman won't be able to go get the mail without you spying and looking through the you know window or the, the blinds of the house. Um, you know, I'm sure she's thinking, you know, we only made out. We barely know each other, and he's gotten so insecure about this. And, you know, no woman wants to be with a guy who's acting this insecure, and they're not going to feel safe with you because your behavior isn't acting safe. It's acting like you might have some major issues going on here. I don't know if you do or you don't, but she's probably worried about that. Um, you know, women need to feel safe with you. It's so important that a woman feels safe with you. And if you can't exhibit emotional self-control, they're not going to. And so, guys, you know, that are meeting somebody new, keep all of these things in mind when you're getting to know somebody. It's better to go slower than fast. So, if you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do Skype coaching. I do email coaching. And if you got to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. Margaret is live on the website. So if you want to get Skype coaching from Margaret, it is now available. Just go onto AskCraig.net and click on the top of the page where it says Margaret. And from there, you can sign up with her. So that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.